is Fantasy Football Frenzy. You want the latest info. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. Fantasy expert Jeff Meller. I mean, they know what they're playing. They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Football. Football. Football! Yes, it is back. It's week one, baby, in fantasy football frenzy is back again the longest running fantasy football show in chicago we're approaching i think the 20th year here coming up on espn 1000 and we will continue to be your home for fantasy football talk every sunday morning at 8 a.m i'm jeff meller i'll be with you every sunday morning helping you answer whatever fantasy football dilemma you have i will do my best to help you get your win this week that you need In your quest for yet another fantasy football championship. I know that's what everyone's in search of. Championship. So we will do that right here on ESPN 1000 Fantasy Football Frenzy. Feel free to give us a call, 312-332-3776. And I will, again, do whatever I can to get you that win. And, of course, it's the first week of the football season. It is like Christmas morning. You have a bunch of footballs under the tree this morning. And uh, we will enjoy every last minute of it. So, without further ado, let's get underway. He's going to hand it off. And waiting. Finding a running room to the right. He's at the five to the end zone. Touchdown, Le'Veon Bell. He was dead stopped in the middle. Then all of a sudden he said, I like the right side out there. That looks pretty great. And he found it from 11 yards out. All right, Le'Veon Bell, as you know, probably by now, Did not report yesterday for going close to 900K in salary. And so he will not be running behind the Steelers offensive line today. And at this point, I don't think that's much of a surprise because it was trending in that direction all week long. And I know everybody wants to know, what do you do at this point with Le'Veon Bell? So obviously, initial thoughts, first thing to dissect, we know... He's on the bench today. James Conner will be the man who will be toting the rock for the Steelers today. And just how much action he gets. Well, look, I expect James Conner to be the bell cow. I do expect him to see 20, 25 touches. I mean, the Steelers have not been afraid to give their backs huge workloads. This goes back to D'Angelo Williams filling in for Le'Veon Bell years ago. So they will not be fearful of giving James Conner the rock. And something you may be less aware of if you don't live in Ohio, there is a potential torrential rainfall during today's Steelers-Browns matchup at the Cleveland Browns' first energy stadium. So what do you do there? The rain will... We're talking 20, 30 mile per hour winds. That's probably the biggest factor when it comes to fantasy football. The wind, the gusts, that makes it more difficult to throw. I'll be honest, 
James Conner looks in line for a huge workload. But if you're talking about, we're talking, the, the, the weather is actually calling for, at certain points, an inch per hour. I mean, this is going to be one of those games that you're going to remember watching for a long time. At, le- at least it looks like, based on the forecast. And so it'll be a fun game to check in on periodically, but probably not a fun game to start your fantasy football players in. So James Conner, probably a flex worthy option today. But if we look at other players, I'll be honest, not probably not the greatest week to start Ben Roethlisberger. If you have a backup quarterback who you can turn to today, I think that's probably a wise move. I can't imagine you were looking at starting Tyrod Taylor today, but in terms of Roethlisberger, if you have some better options, maybe an Alex Smith as a backup. Uh, definitely an Andy Dalton this week uh, in Indianapolis, I think, is worth a start over Ben Roethlisberger. The one player I will admit I'm not going to be able to get off of is Antonio Brown. He's clearly the best wide receiver in fantasy football and has been now for the three consecutive years, number one wide receiver. You cannot get away from starting Antonio Brown. I can envision a scenario where a def- defensive back slips. Antonio Brown knows where he's going. Roethlisberger just kind of lays it out for him. And he gets a long touchdown for you and makes your day. Unless you're dealing with some ri- ridiculous options at wide receiver for fantasy football purposes, it's going to be very hard for me to tell you not to start Antonio Brown. However, everybody else, they're, they're suspect at best. And that includes Chris Boswell. I mean, a lot of people, they'll draft one kicker and... Trust me, I recommend drafting one kicker. But today's one of those days where if Chris Boswell was the man you kick, you picked up in your draft, I would advise heavily to go get another option because the wind gusts, the rain, could make for some very difficult kicking environments. So I would say Chris Boswell, I mean, it's kind of weird to say Chris Boswell is the guy we're starting with, but the injuries aren't huge in week one, and Chris Boswell is someone who I would advise go get a free agent kicker today because he's probably not somebody you want to be starting right now in fantasy football for your first week matchup. Crowell, the running back. Kaiser to throw. Looking. Gordon up in the air. What a catch! (laughs) Touchdown! He is back at First Energy Stadium. Josh Gordon with a leaping grab. Pulls it in. Tumbles into the end zone. And the Browns are a kick away from tying it up. All right, Josh Gordon. He has been somebody who, if you've been playing fantasy football for some time now, has been the highs have been unbelievable and the lows obviously have been just 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 tough to deal with as a fantasy football owner. But more importantly, tough for him to deal with personally. Well, he will be available today. He is expected to be on a snap count per Hugh Jackson. Now, I'll say this. It's always difficult to read too much into the idea of snap counts because Coaches will tell you one thing and then you'll get into the game. So I don't put a whole much whole bunch of validity into the idea of a guy being on a snap count because it's not like he gave us a number to begin with. And factor in the rain, Josh Gordon, this week at least, is a stay away. See what he does. Let him go out there and show that he can run the routes. He's healthy. He's back. He's there for you if you need him in future weeks. But again, it's it's one of those situations where Josh Gordon, there's there's a little too much uncertainty surrounding him this week for you to go ahead and plug him into your lineup. So Josh Gordon, if you're a Josh Gordon owner, go ahead, feel free, benching him this week with the rain, with the snap count. No reason to really go out of your way to start him this week. Andrew again out of the gun. Here they come with an all-out blitz. 
Andrews steps up in the pocket. He's going to throw one deep and set it for T.Y. Hilton. T.Y.'s got it to 50, 40. Cuts back in at the 30. Cuts back at the 20. Back in at the 10. He's going to score on the play. 87-yard pass play from Andrew Luck to T.Y. Hilton. All right, Andrew Luck back under center for the Colts after missing an entire season with the shoulder injury that he had all of last year. Mm, You know what? I hope you grabbed him in the mid to late rounds. That was probably a nice move for you that could pay huge dividends. But this week, kind of uh, in a similar boat, at least for me with Ben Roethlisberger, if I have decent alternatives, I'm going to go ahead and play those guys over Andrew Luck. I want to see it that first week. Just, Just take a hit. Take a couple hits, take a couple big hits, and show me that you're all right, Matthew, uh, Andrew Luck, and that the shoulder is not going to be a hindrance, and then I'll be perfectly fine starting him going forward. But at least for week one, there should be some solid options out there for you to turn to. And so being a little more risk-adverse, at least with the quarterback position specifically, there's no reason to rush out and start Andrew Luck this week. The Bengals have a very stout defense, a good pass rush. For me, I don't think you're going like the likelihood of missing a huge game, a little less against the Bengals defense. And I'll be honest, I'm I'm okay if I miss a four touchdown game from Andrew Luck in his return. No worries. Feel that much better about starting him in the future going forward. And that's just how it is. I'm going to go ahead and leave Andrew Luck on my bench this week. Unless perhaps, you know what? Here is the scenario where I'm okay starting Luck. If Ben Roethlisberger is your alternative, because again, that rain scares me. The wind gusts. I'm a little bit more. I'm a little more inclined to start luck this week over Roethlisberger if that's who you're dealing with. Again, fantasy football frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. You can tweet at me, Jeff underscore Meller. That's M E L L E R, and I will hit your questions throughout the show. And of course, you can go ahead and call us at 312-332-3776. I will work my way through multiple names, injuries that you should be aware of today. I'll give you some highlights as we go on. But again, this show is all about you, the listener, your fantasy football dilemmas. And so that's what I'll do my best to do, get through your questions. And uh, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to kick things off this year with Nick. Nick is in Louisville. Nick, good morning. You're on ESPN 1000, and happy football. Oh, I'm glad that it's back. And I'm laughing because I was actually going to ask you my quarterback advice. She answered that because I have both Luck and Roethlisberger. Well, perfect. Uh, but I need, a, well, I need a, an option. I need two flex positions, uh, two of three. Adrian Peterson, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper. And is it, uh, I always, if you could, standard, I'll pre- standard, standard perfect, because that does factor things in. But I'll say this. I liked what I saw. I think Peterson is in a situation in Washington where you've got two pretty solid options in Cooks and Cooper. Both have the big playability. Look, I know some people have been a little bit scared of Brandon Cooks because they look at what Sammy Watkins did for the Rams. And he was a bit of a, a bit of a mess last year because he had a couple big games. But outside of that, and they were both early. And then after that, he kind of went away. And Robert Woods, Cooper Cup were the main players in the passing game for the Rams. But look, they went out, they traded a first round pick for Brandon Cooks. They signed him to a long-term deal. I trust in everything you read out of Los Angeles involving the Rams, Sean McVay is aware he can't be complacent with his offense. He's got a bunch of new wrinkles for the NFL. I expect to see a lot of those tomorrow on Monday Night Football. Of course, that's the second game of the ESPN doubleheader, so make sure you're locked into that one. 
get the coffee brewing because they're going to have to stay up late. But Brandon Cooks is a vital part of their offense. I want, like, whenever you can get in on a high-powered offense like the Rams, I want to start those players. So Brandon Cooks, for me, is a no-brainer whenever possible for you, Nick. And then, look, I think the volume is going to be there for Amari Cooper. I can't say the same about Adrian Peterson just yet. Adrian Peterson's dealing with a, back, a backfield. You've got Rob Kelly. You've got uh, Samaje Pirine. I'm not, look, we don't know exactly how Peterson's going to be used. I would not be surprised if, if Peterson's kind of in a bit of a... Look, the, it's running back by committee league right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if Peterson sees 10 to 12 carries. He might fall into the end zone, and that might make his fantasy day for you, but the volume for Cooper will be too much to overlook. And again, I want part of that high-powered offense. So Cooks and Cooper for me, Nick... And uh, it's not really that close. I want to see what Adrian Peterson does out on the field before I just, you know, slot him into the lineup. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. Jeff Meller here with you. 312-332-3776. And let's head out to Elkhorn. I'm sorry. Uh, Hold on one moment there. Silly my fingers there. Let's go on out to Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Dave, you got a PPR question. What's up? Hey, Jeff. Uh Man, I've waited all year for this show to start. I love your show, man. Uh, Thank you. I got a running back uh, question here. I've got Kamara, and of course, is my number one. Uh, I need one of these three: Carlos Hyde, Barber, and Derrick Henry. All right. So the PPR format. Okay. So I like where Carlos Hyde is at, but we spoke about the ridiculous rain, and because it's PPR, Dave, I'm a little bit concerned. Like. There's a chance the dump-offs... We, we, we don't know what we're in store for, but the forecast does not look good. So let's cross Hyde off the list. Let's just be a little risk-adverse. I do like his prospects going forward for the season, but for today's game specifically with that weather, let's, let's, just, just, let's just rule him out and not deal with the weather. And then it comes down to Peyton Barber versus Derrick Henry. And Peyton Barber looks like he's going to be the featured back. But... You know Derrick Henry is going to see 15 to 20 carries. I know Deion Lewis is in the mix, but we don't know how that Saints-Bucks game is going to unfold. We could very easily see the Saints get out early and the running game kind of just take a back seat. So Derrick Henry, for all the talent he has, I think that one's a pretty easy call. I like where you're at with Carlos Hyde going forward in the future, but today, because of the weather in Cleveland, I'm going to be a little more risk-adverse and, you know, in week one, I think it's pretty easy to be risk-adverse. You should have plenty of decent options on your bench. And so don't be surprised today if you hear me go with a little bit safer plays because in week one, I, generally that's just how I'm going to play it. The guys who you drafted higher in all likelihood are going to be a lot of the players I recommend today for you in your fantasy football league. On second and 11 from the Houston 41, Deshaun puts the leg down. Here's the snap. Watson fakes the give. Watson with time, airs it out, deep downfield, wants Fuller, and Fuller's got it! Rock and roll! Touchdown, Houston! Watson stays lava hot as the Texans strike on the opening drive! Oh, it was a fun ride while it lasted all last season to Sean Watson. That uh, seven games that he played in last year, whatever, it was a five-game stretch where it was absolutely ridiculous. He was in fuego. It was fun to have him, and obviously the ACL tear ended the season prematurely. Hopefully you were able to bounce back in your fantasy year last year, but he is back under center. Played quite a bit in the preseason, so that is good. I think you can feel pretty comfortable about using Deshaun Watson. You probably used a pretty high pick on him. I will say this, though. For as fun a ride as it was, there were plenty of throws, and and, and 
it's kind of a catch-22 because you love a quarterback who's willing to go for it, who's willing to a lot to, to just toss it up. And when you've got players like Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins, you love a quarterback who trusts them to go up and make a play. And both Hopkins and Fuller, they'll do that for him. So I give him credit because he's not afraid to do it. But there are plenty of throws where Deshaun Watson will be a little too risky and good defenses can make him pay. But the good thing is, I think sometimes if you're kind of new to fantasy football, you may not, people may not recognize. Sure, you don't want your guy throwing an interception, but the reality is most leagues, most scoring fam- formats do not penalize you enough for an interception for it to really be a deterrent. There may be, you know, most leagues are minus two, maybe minus three when it comes to interceptions. That's just not enough. Guys don't throw enough interceptions these days in this NFL with all the short passes available to them with the RPO offense that we're living in these days. There's not enough interceptions thrown to make it really something you even have to worry about. So that is a long way of saying that Deshaun Watson is a solid start for you the running ability that's the one question will the second acl injury of his career hinder him from running and i don't think so i think he's played the football one way his entire life and i can't imagine that he's going to change just because of what happened last year and if, if anything i think we will see a lot of russell wilson type runs from him where he is smart about you know picking up that first down and getting out of bounds and avoiding the hit Deshaun Watson seemed to have that ability at the college level and in the short, the small sample size that we saw from him last year. So Deshaun Watson, obviously great play today against the Patriots, a secondary that leaves you wondering with the loss of Malcolm Butler this year. So I did play that highlight, highlight though, to mention that Will Fuller is dealing with a hamstring injury and is actually going to try it out in pregame, but it seems unlikely that Will Fuller will be able to go today. So keep that in mind when you're factoring in Deshaun Watson versus maybe a decent alternative, perhaps kind of like uh, Brian is. Brian and Sandwich, you're on the air with uh, Deshaun Watson question. question. What's going on, Brian? Not much, Jeff. How about you? Good morning. Uh, I'm feeling great, man. First week of the football <laughs> season. How could you not love it? Exactly. I was feeling the same way. So, yeah, you know, I- Kind of, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but my other question was, uh, I got Matthew Stafford. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they got a good matchup against the Jets. So, I, who do I go with, Watson or Stafford? You yeah. Think? No, look, I love Stafford this week against the Jets, a secondary that really was, you could feast on it all of last year. I will say, I don't like to get too crazy about what happened last year because, look, so many changes in the NFL. It's a, it's from year to year, things can change dramatically. But I will say, mm-hmm. You know, Stafford, I love this matchup. And, it, and look, it's not like Stafford's a bum. Stafford's somebody no. who you're in great position with Stafford and Watson all year. Um, actually, in some ways, you might have a bit of a headache. But I, I have a feeling that uh, you'll be able to pretty quickly go with one guy going forward and just kind of set the lineup and move on. And maybe that's where I want to take this, Brian, is what I find mm. myself doing generally when you have two, two good quarterback options like Stafford and Watson, I tend to kind of pick the guy I want to go and just roll with it because when you play there's certain scenarios, there's certain defenses at the fringes, at the top Mm -hmm. and at the bottom that I'll pick on or stay away from but generally if you're not talking about 
a Jags or a Vikings defense that you're going up against. Uh, maybe the Rams, depending. We'll see how they play out with that uh, vaunted, you know, all the players they brought in. But so those are the defenses I might stay away from. But generally what you're going to want to do, at least in my opinion, Brian, for more for season outlook is kind of go with the one guy and kind of ride him. Except when there's absolute, again, at the fringes, the, 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 the dregs of the lead that you want to pick on and then the stout defenses you want to stay away from. Because what happens is when you start playing musical quarterbacks, you find yourself mm-hmm. more, more often than not driving yourself crazy because you'll miss the big games from one guy. And, you know, the weeks when you think you have a decent matchup, you end up playing the other guy and all of a sudden you're just driving yourself crazy all year. So I would say go with Stafford this week. And then uh, pretty quickly, we'll see what Watson does this week. And going forward, hopefully you can figure out one guy to roll with because you'll drive yeah. yourself crazy otherwise. That's what I was thinking. I mean, maybe you could maybe flip him down the road, one of them for uh, like a running back or something. You know what I mean? Or wide receiver towards the end. Or if somebody's looking for a quarterback that gets hurt. No, abs- absolutely. And that's something to keep in mind as the bye weeks approach too. Maybe, maybe roll through your bye week. I think Stafford's got a week six bye week. And then after you get past that, you know, you can roll with Watson in week six. And then after that, look to see who you can get some value for on the trade market. Again, fantasy football frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. And don't worry, because uh, coming up after me at nine o'clock, Freddie Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael, who's in the house already getting set for your NFL game day action. They will no doubt preview the Bears and Packers because... I can see Mongo's pretty pumped. He's finally got a defensive player he can get excited about. Yeah, baby! Get a little uh, Mongo in the building. Uh, He's going to break down Khalil Mack, I'm sure. Plenty. And uh, you know what, Khalil Mack, that gives gives the Bears, in my opinion, a top five defense for fantasy purposes. So get pumped about that. Again, 312-332-3776. I'm going to stop talking and let you guys... Give your questions here and just to answer some. Let's go, Mike in Mount Prospect. What do you got for me? Hey, Jeff. Happy New Year, man. Good to oh, be back. It's beautiful. We love it. Hey, uh, just quick. I got a, a flex, two WRs, and a full PPR. I got Kenny Stills, Miami at home. Yes. Uh, versus uh, Jamison Crowder away against Arizona. Two tough defenses in both cases. So it's a tough battle I'm in this week. Yeah, no, and, and that's a tough call. I personally am going to go ahead and use Jameson Crowder. I, and that's, yeah. if, if anything, like, that's really close. And I could see Stills being somebody who you really feel good about going forward. But with Ryan Tannehill, with Ryan Tannehill though, coming back from the injury, let's let him kind of prove it to us that he's completely back, all's good, and how they're going to work Kenny Stills in. Jameson Crowder with Alex Smith throwing him the ball. I, I think he leads the team in receptions this year. And in a PPR format, that's kind of what you're looking for. I think Jameson Crowder, as long as he's healthy, you're looking at 80 to 90 catches pretty easily in the Washington Redskins offense with Smith under center. Thank you, my brother. No problem, Mike. And Happy New Year to you as well. All right, let's try Tom in Bridgeport with another Jameson Crowder question. What's up, Tom? Uh, how you doing today? How are you? Excellent. Good. Uh, I needed one out of two, but I, I need to uh, put another one in there, uh, two out of three. Uh, All right. I need Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Crowder or Robbie Anderson? Uh, I mean, all right, you will, yeah, I know you. Tyreek Hill was a late ad, Tom. Don't yeah. even do that. You know he's a lock into your lineup every week. There's no reason to worry about that. Okay. And then look, Robbie Anderson. The future's bright. He's a big play guy. If he gets a long touchdown, he can make your week in fantasy football. 
Let's still wait a week. Let's see what Sam Darnold is capable of. All the reports are good. They're glowing. But he's still a rookie quarterback. So let's wait on Robbie Anderson. Let's wait one week. See what Sam Darnold's capable of his first year here. And let's go with the safe play, Jamison Crowder. I think there's the, the floor there is much safer. So you'll feel better about Crowder, you know, six to seven points minimum uh, with Crowder in your lineup. Thank you. No problem. All right. Tom drops off. That leaves the line open for you. 312-332-3776. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here. I'm Jeff Meller. Again, you can also tweet at me, Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. Don't go anywhere, folks. We've got plenty more fantasy football uh, questions to answer for you. And what can you expect from Doug Baldwin this season? He's been hampered by injuries. I'll tell you next right here on ESPN 1000. What do you mean the phone line is busy and you can't get through? Might want to wake up a little earlier next week. Fantasy Football Frenzy with Jeff Meller on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy with Jeff Meller. Well, I'm getting a message from your father's fantasy football league. Huh? Lenny used the up word. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Mom, it's trash talk. You know how guys say mean things to their friends the way women say nice things to their enemies? That's 312-332-3776. Well, I don't like this trash talk, and I'm going to do something about it. Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. Dear Lord, please help Homer's friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the Internet to be mean. And ESPNChicago.com. Thankfully, that's not the only reason people are mean on the Internet. Or perhaps uh, not thankfully. Nevertheless, I'm Jeff Meller on ESPN 1000. Uh, again, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. I will do my best to answer all your questions via that avenue. But if you want to talk to us on the radio, the good old-fashioned radio, 312-332-3776 every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Getting your football Sunday started. Proceeding, Fred Hubner. And the one, the only Steve Mongo McMichael at 9 o'clock as they will get you set for whoever the Bears opponent is that week. This week, of course, Bears-Packers. And you know Steve Mongo McMichael will have a few thoughts about that today. So only place you need to be before your football action starts today at noon. So again, every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., Fantasy Football Frenzy, followed by NFL Game Day, ESPN's NFL Game Day with Fred Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael. All right. I teased it. Second down and goal from the six. Slot right. Russell takes the shotgun snap again. Another throw near side. Back shoulder Baldwin. He's got it. He is in. Touchdown, Seahawks. All right, so Doug Baldwin, all preseason long, we heard about the knee injury that was lingering and whether or not he was going to be anything more than 80, 85% this year. Well, I don't know if he was just playing possum during the preseason because all reports this week were good and positive. I know people, the one thing you'll always have to do with a grain of salt is take the reports that you read and hear about and wait until you actually see it play out on the field. Now, if Doug Baldwin proves that he's good old reliable Doug Baldwin, then no worries. You might have have yourself quite a bit of a value in terms of where you were able to steal him in your draft. But I will say against the Denver Broncos in Mile High Stadium today, I would be a little bit reluctant to go ahead and start Doug Baldwin because 
The Broncos, they added Bradley Chubb. They now have those dynamic edge rushers that they had when they won the Super Bowl. Obviously, Chubb in the playing the DeMarcus Ware role, while Von Miller playing the Von Miller role, just like he did in that Super Bowl year. So the Broncos presents a pretty stiff D for the Seahawks today, and I would be a little reluctant to start Doug Baldwin today. I kind of want to see it out in the field, make sure that he's completely 100% before I go ahead and just lock him into my lineup. That said, though, it kind of depends upon your option. And Pat in Lombard has that dilemma, and so let's see what he's got. Pat, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey, what's up? Not much. Yeah, so I've got a a standard league, Mm -hmm. Doug Doug Baldwin or Josh Gordon. i got to pick one. All right, and so, you know what? This is, for me, pretty easy. I actually, despite... What uh, you know? What I just laid out for you about Doug Baldwin with Josh Gordon's the alternative. He's just the biggest question this week as Doug Baldwin is, and and, and in some ways more because of the potential torrential rainfall that we're looking at in Cleveland. Again, if you're just joining us and you missed us early, where the heck were you? Again, eight a.m. Get it locked in. That's that's the way to wake up every Sunday morning. But I will go ahead. Don't worry about it. I'll feed you, baby birds. I'll let you know. What exactly what I told you earlier. There's potential 20 to 30 mile per hour winds in Cleveland, along with 100% chance of rain basically the entire game. So go ahead and feel free to bench Josh Gordon today. And I would say Ben Roethlisberger, look for somebody else. There's got to be a decent quarterback alternative on your free agent wire if you don't have a backup. And the only guy I really cannot bench in that game is Antonio Brown because he's Antonio Brown. And there's not going to be, you know, two or three better options on your roster than Antonio Brown. So outside of him, I am looking for alternatives because that game looks like it could be an absolute mess. Let's head on out to Dallas, Texas. Scott, what's going on? Good football morning. Thank you, Scott. Uh, since Steve Mongo McMichael's in the building, let's go to defense. Yes. Um, I have the Houston Texans playing New England mm-hmm. with a potentially hurt J.J. Watt. Or I have the Los Angeles Chargers with no Joey Bosa. Yes. Um, the other option that I can go get is Carolina playing the Dallas Cowboys with no reputable receivers. What do you recommend? Bosa's hurt. <laughs> hey, JJ Watt. All right, Scott. You know what? He, he, Mongo heard the call and he answered. And I'm going to agree. Who's going to disagree with Steve Mongo McMichael when it comes to defense? Not I. The Houston defense. I'll say this: they're both up against brutal, you know, and brutal in terms of like the matchup. That you got the Patriots, you've got the Chiefs, and the Chiefs actually, at least right now on paper, look like the more dynamic offense. I I agree with Mongo. With Bosa out, the Chargers defense takes on a completely different look. So go ahead and start the Houston D because Watt may be hurt, but like it's the first week. So if he's going to be good, you have to imagine it's going to be at least for the first few weeks of the season. They've added Tyrone Matthew, who's a playmaker. So go ahead and start that Houston Texans defense on the advice of one Steve Mongo McMichael. Let's try Jason in Brookfield. He's got a PPR question. What's up, Jason? Uh, so I'm playing Devonte Adams, and at my flex, I have the option to play Randall Cobb and stack that game, mm-hmm. or I can play Jordan Reed and with Alex Smith being the quarterback there now. 
Yes. I'm wondering if he's going to be more value based on usage. Sure, I hear you. Uh, I'll ask you one question. In your matchup, you're you're not playing against Aaron Rodgers, are you? No. All right, so that would be really the only scenario where I would say go ahead and start Cobb over Reed if you were playing against Rodgers because then you could minimize your opponent's you know big day from Rodgers if possible. Uh, Jordan Reed, to me, in pre- honestly, pretty much every week right now, when he's on the field, is a must-start in PPR formats for me. And I would go ahead and start him over Randall Cobb because we heard it all throughout the preseason. The Packers were looking to trade Randall Cobb. I know he's still going to be a part of that offense, but Geronimo Ellison is working his way as the number two wide receiver. Certainly Cobb will play the slot plenty, but Randall Cobb is living off a, a season from four years ago when he had a huge year and never really was able to duplicate it after getting paid. Injuries obviously have derailed his career quite a bit, but when you've got Jordan Reed, if he's on the field, I would definitely go ahead and start Jordan Reed most weeks in a PPR format. All right, let's head on out to the south side. Ken, you have a Rams receivers question. What's up, Ken? Oh, morning. How you guys doing? We're great. Um, you know, the question I have is I, I had the number one pick, pick early, and for my number two wide out, mm-hmm. I kind of made a mistake. I feel I might have made a mistake. I picked Brandon Cooks. I know he could be valuable, but mm-hmm. you, what do you feel uh, as far as that? Would you play? I mean, I'm going to play him, but mm-hmm. would you try dumping him? Uh, and what would his value be? Okay, so well, look, that's it's a little general, and it's it, I, I'm, that's something I would need to really unpack. Perhaps I could do it. Hit me up on Twitter, and I can kind of give long, long format breakdowns of your roster. But the basic, I talked about Brandon Cooks earlier in the show. I like getting a part of that, getting any piece of that offense that you can, because the Rams are going to be, in my opinion, one of the top four offenses in all of football, and those are the type of players that can help you win your fantasy football league. Brandon Cooks, they made the decision to go out and trade a first-round pick for him, and they've signed him to a long-term deal. He's part of the Los Angeles Rams plans, not just this year, but for plenty of years going forward. And he's had the entire offseason to become acclimated with Sean McVay's offense. Sammy Watkins did not have that. Sammy Watkins was brought in late August last year, and I, everybody just wants to draw the direct comparison. Watkins, Cooks, I'm sorry, Cooks, as much talent as Sammy Watkins has, Brandon Cooks every year is a lock for 70 catches and 1,000 yards, six or seven touchdowns, maybe eight if things go his way. I think Sean McVay is going to go out of his way to use Brandon Cooks to a very dynamic wide receiver. He will stretch the field with him, and he will find ways to get him the ball don't worry. Don't look to trade him because you're not going to get any type of huge haul for him. He felt he actually was a great bargain in a lot of drafts this year, and so I think you'll be happy with him. All right, let's try Logan Square and CJ PPR. What's up, CJ? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. What do you got for me? I got. Um, I need a one round pick out of these three. I got Deion Lewis, Robin Woods, and Chris Thompson. So Deion Lewis versus Chris Thompson in the PPR format. Man, I should have Robert Woods. And Robert Woods. Okay, you know what? Let's say in that situation, I'm going to say go ahead and use Robert Woods. He was really good for the Rams this year. I've talked about that offense ad nauseum so far early in the show here. And truth be told, that Raiders defense is something you want to pick on early in the year. Without Khalil Mack, hey, their loss is our gain. We'll we'll take it here in Chicago. 
Khalil Mack is a game wrecker, and when you lose that piece on your defense, I'm I'm looking over at John Gruden wondering just how well this is going to work out for the $100 million man. Sorry, Jim Pastor, that's my boss. He's a huge Raiders fan, and he's living and dying with those Raiders, and I think he's going to have a rough one all year long. Let's try Chaz, who is on his way to Lambeau. I'm going to assume, Chaz, it's because you're going to be attending tonight's Bears and Packers game. Yes, sir. And all I cannot right. wait for the, the Cleo Mac era to start. Da- um, damn right. right. Hey, so, Shaz, Shaz, are you representing? Yeah. Are you going to be wearing your Bears jersey? Absolutely. I got my Lance Briggs jersey well and strong. Love it. And you can hear Lance Briggs with Carmen and Yurko every week this season. So make sure you keep it locked in to ESPN 1000 because Carmen and Yurko will be talking with Lance Briggs weekly. All right, Shaz, what do you got for me? I got a 12-team PPR league. I heard Marlon Mack isn't going to be playing for the Colts, so I picked up his backup, Jordan Wilkins. Mm-hmm. I also have the option of, as I said, Jordan Wilkins, Deshaun Jackson, or Calvin Benjamin. What do you recommend? All right, so let's – Deshaun Jackson, I, I, I don't want to play any bucks this week if I can avoid it except for Mike Evans. Calvin Benjamin, I mean, look, Nathan Peterman and just a, a Bills offense that – is questionable at best. I I like the move. You go ahead, scoop up Jordan Wilkins, and I would advise most listeners out there if Wilkins is on your waiver wire, pick him up before the games start today because I don't know if it's going to pop for him, but he is in line right now to be the starter. And that was even before Marlon Mack's injury. Jordan Wilkins was getting run as the pos- possible starter for the Colts. So Jordan Wilkins, look for him to see at least fifteen to 20, t- 20 touches. You know, and at least three to four of them being catches. So I like Jordan Wilkins this week, Shaz. I think you made a shrewd move. Thank you, sir. Appreciate no it. No problem. Go Bears! All right, let's, as I do my Mike Dick impression. All right, I see Fred and Mongo hanging out there, getting ready for their show. So before we throw things to them, let's take one last time out and we will try and zip through as many of your calls as we can. We'll hit the two minute warning on Fantasy Football Frenzy again. We're going to be with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. So wake up early and give us a call. 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. This is ESPN 1000. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Four-man rush. Mahomes holding it. Looks to throw it long. He's going to throw it long. Gunning it for Tyreek Hill on the near side. Tracks the ball. Caught it. Touchdown, Kansas City. Oh, did everybody get excited about that one? Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. A 69-yard bomb. Nice. And it sent everybody into a fervor in the fantasy football world as Patrick Mahomes' arm talent is unquestioned. Everybody's pumped. And you know what? He's got a sweet matchup today because, as Mongo mentioned earlier, Joey Bosa is out today for the Chargers. That is... Kansas City Chiefs offense is explosive, so I have to imagine Patrick Mahomes is probably somebody you're thinking about starting. You're maybe on the fence. Feel a little better today now if you were, though, because Joey Bosa is out for the Chargers. We're coming up in the two-minute warning. This is the two-minute warning. And that'll take us to the two-minute warning. Ah, so much show, so little time to get to everybody. I appreciate your calls. And I do appreciate your tweets. I will answer everybody on Twitter if you hit me up here before 11 a.m. After that, I can't make I can't make any promises. But 
Here's where I go rapid fire and answer the questions I have on the line for all the folks who called in. They get priority, and then I will move to the Twitter questions as well after the show wraps up. Again, Fred Hubner, Mongo McMichael, up next on Chicago's NFL Game Day, getting you set for Bears and Packers and the entire NFL slate. Steven Mount Prospect wants to know, he's got Tariq Cohen or Robert Woods. Let's go with Robert Woods, Steve. Let's see how Matt Nagy is going to use Tariq Cohen before we insert him into the lineup. TJ in Chicago has a PPR question. He's got Ty Montgomery, Chris Thompson, and Pierre Garçon. Let's go, TJ, let's go Garçon, one, Thompson, two, Montgomery, three, in case you need to start two. Dan in Milwaukee, he's got Allen Robinson versus Marvin Jones in the old point-per-reception league. Dan, I love the Bears, but I'm going to say start Marvin Jones against that horrid Jets secondary last year. Let's start Marvin Jones over Allen Robinson because let's just see how well Allen Robinson's knee is. And let's let Mitch throw him the ball once before we just lock him into the lineup. Let's try Sean in Chicago. He has Deion Lewis or Derrick Henry. Sean, Derrick Henry's the bell cow. Roll with him. Even a PPR format, I'm going to start Derrick Henry most weeks over Lewis because he's the guy who should get the carries at the goal line and unless we see differently sean i'm going to advise you to start derrick henry most weeks john in mount greenwood has three cohen Deion lewis or james white in the ppr and in that situation i'm going to say use james white one Deion lewis two and cohen three tom in chicago has cooper cup or amari cooper tom bet on the talent here amari cooper was drafted i believe fifth overall at least top six for a reason, go ahead and use Amari Cooper. He should see heavy volume against the Rams tomorrow night. And Ryan, who's also on his way to Lambeau, has a PPR question. He's got Jamal Williams, the Packers lead back. He's got Tariq Cohen, and he has Chris Thompson. And even though it's a PPR, Ryan, Cohen and Thompson should catch more balls. I do think Jamal Williams will see a heavy workload in their backfield. So at least for the first couple games with Aaron Jones suspended, Ryan, go ahead and feel free to use Jamal Williams. All right, uh, that's about it for me here on ESPN 1000. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy. We will be with you every Sunday morning helping you win your fantasy football matchup. So make sure you wake up early. Again, 312-332-3776 if you've got some Bears and Packers related questions because Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo McMichael, they're going to answer all that and uh, have plenty of more information for you coming up next. I want to say Thanks to Eric Ostrowski for putting this thing together. Again, I'm Jeff Meller. Hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller, and I will do my best to answer your questions this morning. Have a beautiful first week of the NFL season. Go Bears.